Halloween has come and gone, and yes, it was quite scary. The Hulkster is back and bigger than ever, but his good friends call him Terry. Thanksgiving is coming soon, a time where we give thanks. Survivor teams, Survivor Series teams are the topics. Come see where your favorite ranks. From the Dream Team and 4x4s to Vipers and Visionaries, with all these different guests on the show, our opinion surely varies. Black Friday will be coming soon, then Christmas will be next. Don't put Santa Claus in your segment, for surely it will be hexed. The man that gravity remembered said Flair made his bad champ list. He's lucky he wasn't in Shaker Heights, for the Beverly Brothers surely were pissed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 18 of the 10 Count Wrestling Podcast. It is I, the man who got expelled from the old school, Chris Parcella, the 10th wonder of the world, Justin Strem is here. And coming back again, second week in a row... We've got the Musica Mahler, Peter! Nah! 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 Welcome back, my friend. It's a pleasure to be back. Thank you for having me back, gentlemen. Um, Your first time in the Palace of Virtue. It's beautiful. And this podcast was so much fun the last time, I just couldn't couldn't say no to another. We are happy to have you back. Stremmy, how are we doing today, bud? I'm doing great. I voted. <laughs> oh, do you want a sticker? I am Barry Horowitzing myself as we speak because apparently voting is an accomplishment now. Um, just so you, I'm sorry, but I just want to warn the listeners, we do have the 1993 Survivor Series from the Boston Garden up on the screen. IRS, Diesel, Rick DeMotta Martel, Harvey Whippleman, and Adam Bomber headed out. Before the other team comes out, I think it's going to be Marty Jannetty, the 123 Kid, Razor Ramon, and the Macho Man. It's a good match, too. Very good match. So if you hear us say something ridiculously off topic, it's because we've got Survivor Series on the screen. Our topic this week is the top 10 Survivor Series teams of all time. Before we get to that, we've got some housekeeping to do. Um, Evolution was in between these two episodes. I'm going to just run over the results real quick, and then we'll just have a general discussion on the card. Trish and Lita defeated Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Nia Jax won the Battle Royal, last eliminating Ember Moon. Tony Storm defeated Ayo Shari, Sharari, Shira, I can't say her name, in the Mae Young Classic Finals. Hug Life in Italia, as I like to call them, defeated the Riot Squad. Shayna Baszler defeated Kari Sane to become a two-time NXT Women's Champion. Becky Lynch, the man, defeated Charlotte Flair to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship in a last woman standing match, and Ronda Rousey defeated Nikki Bella to retain the Raw Women's title. Gentlemen, if you watch the show, if you saw any highlights, what do you think? I thought the show overall was mediocre, but the, the, the match that's, that should have been the main event, in my opinion, and probably could have been event at any major pay-per-view, was the last woman standing match oh, between for- Becky and Charlotte. That was one of the best matches I've seen in a while. Um, I love when she just piled her underneath all the chairs and stuff. Great response from the crowd. I don't get why that didn't main event the pay-per-view. I think they're giving Ronda Rousey way too much credit. I didn't even watch that Rousey-Nikki Bella match. I watched it the first five minutes, and I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. this I was gonna. I, I just took one note, Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. That's, that's really the takeaway from it. Um, I love that Becky won. And I love the tenacity to it. So um, everything else, you know, uh, credit to them. They, they had a pretty good show. It was certainly better than the all men show. Oh, oh we'll get there in a second. Yeah, it's yeah. So, right. 
Um, I just have a couple quick notes. I thought the Trish and Lita versus Mickey James and Alicia Fox was boring. <laughs> it was bad booking, in my opinion, to put part-timers over current stars. I mean, there's yeah. rumors that Trish and Lita are going to be making a temporary comeback, but until that happens, I thought it was a bad idea. Um, Trish and Lita didn't didn't look right, and, and you know that's not a they looked fat or anything like that. They they were clearly missing a step. They don't wrestle every day. And you could, it was noticeable. Um, like they just, it, they just seemed out of sorts. Uh, Nia Jax went in the battle royal. I thought that was good. Um, it looked like after last night's raw, Nia Jax and Tamina are going to be a tag team, which I think is perfect for those two. Um, the Samoan sisterhood, or whatever they're going to call themselves, they're legit. You know, they're shoot cousins. So I think that is a good idea. Tony Storm is awesome. She's a star oh, in the know, making. I forgot about that match. That match was pretty good too. Yeah, that she was impressive. I, I wish they got a little more time. She's yeah. awesome, and I know I, I mentioned it on the show, but if you look at her, you can definitely tell, um, you know, those Motley, Clue, Motley yes. Crew influences. She's got the red and black leather, the thing under, you know, the eye black under just one eye. Mm-hmm. Um, very Nikki Six of her. Hug Life and Natalia, I think that was the wrong move. The Riot Squad, I love the Riot Squad. Especially after last night. Yeah, breaking the glasses. Oh and that- <laughs> yeah, they broke Jim the Anvil Nightheart's glasses in front of Natalia. Yeah. Just, and i got to give Natalia credit. It was pretty good acting on her part. Oh, I, mean, I don't think it was, had to be acting, because right. she probably just had to think about her dad dying. And those definitely weren't actually his glasses. No, but, but um, it was good. A good storyline. I think Ruby Riot is the star in that group. Um, I mean, Liv Morgan is awesome. Liv Morgan is obviously the... I don't want to say she's the eye candy of the group, but, you know, because she's super talented, but she's yeah. the, you know, she's the attractive one of the, you know, like, each triad has, like, the super attractive one, right. the really good worker, and then, like, the muscle. That being said, they're all gorgeous, and Sarah Logan is awesome. Mm. I think Sarah Logan could be a force to be reckoned well, that with. One, that one should be facing Ronda Rousey. Like, that, she's the most believable Yes. Oh. Besides Becky Lynch, I feel like, yeah. or Nia, I could give. Yeah, I mean, Nia and two. Tamina, they're a lot taller, yeah, and they've got. But, but yeah, Sarah Believe Logan me. is awesome. Um, Shayna Baszler defeating Kari Sane to win the NXT Women's Title. I thought it was a decent, decent match. Not a great finish. Um, I'm sick and tired of like this four horsewomen versus four mm-hmm. horsewomen. I I mean I follow MMA. Ronda Rousey's the only one of the. Th- Four of them that I ever heard of until they showed up on WWE TV being like, we're also the four right. horsewomen. I'm like, I don't know who any of you are. It's funny you mentioned because I was, I don't know if you watched the Wrestling podcast after no. uh, Matt Morgan's on it. Okay. Blueprint. And he was pretty funny. He's, he just said, he goes, those other four horsewomen, they looked like schlubs. Like they were sloppy, like used goods. Really? They didn't look like superstars. They don't look like superstars. No one cares who they are. Yeah. The tall blonde could be really good. Mm. Again, and I apologize. I don't know your name. Um, the other one, so there's the tall blonde, there's Ronda, there's Shayna, and then there's the other one. Yeah. She's married to Roderick Strong of okay. Undisputed Era. Um, so she's got good taste, at least. <laughs> we already talked about Becky Lynch. That was the match of the night, women's match of the year, in my opinion. Awesome. And then Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. The one note I have is Nikki dominated early and made the rest of the women's roster look weak. Yep. Ronda's plowing through Natty and Tamina and Alexa and everybody else and then all of a sudden Nikki Bella who hasn't wrestled all year right. just came in and made Ronda look silly for and half the match she went to Napa Valley for the week after she lost <laughs> with, uh, with her sister-in-law Daniel Bryan <laughs> poor Daniel Bryan 
So that's evolution. Again, a great moment in wrestling. You know, yeah. it had its ups and downs, but it was much better than Friday's event. Crown Jewel. Uh, the less we say about it, the better. Um, I give it two thumbs down. But here are the results. Shinsuke Nakamura def- retains against Rusev. Rey that, Mysterio, that was actually the only good match of the yeah, show, I think. It was, yeah. Rey Mysterio <laughs> defeated Randy Orton. Miz defeated Jeff Hardy. Seth Rollins over Bobby Lashley. Dolph Ziggler over Kurt Angle. Those were all first-round matches in the tournament to determine the best in the world. The Bar thankfully retained against the New Day. The Miz defeated Rey Mysterio in the semifinals. Dolph Ziggler defeated Seth Rollins. Shane McMahon defeats Dolph yes. Ziggler in a tournament to determine the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> It, I'll say this. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing to do because I think The Miz was picking up steam as the show went on and he was doing a lot of the old school backstage promos. Right. And I, I called The Miz to win yeah. the thing last time. I don't last get time. the move, but I also like the unpredictability and Shane's going to be a super monster heel now. I think. Oh, yeah. So keep going. But I just thought that was interesting. DX defeated the Brothers of Destruction. Um, decent match. Michaels looked good considering he hasn't wrestled in like. 11 years or whatever, it's 8 years, yeah. 90 years, every we week it's more. Though, Triple H tore his pectoral muscle, which was gross. Yeah. Um, AJ but Styles defeated Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe to retain... Samoa Joe. The new demon town. Samoa Joe to retain the WWE Championship in a very short, weird match. Yeah. And then, in the worst match ever, that's why I wrote here, Brock <laughs> Lesnar wins the vacant WWE Universal title. I don't get what... <laughs> I mean, I get why they put the belt back on Brock, but I don't get why you couldn't make Braun look strong at the same right. time. I mean, and what what they should have... If they were going to do what they did, have him lose after one F5 after Corbin hits him with the belt. Because the second he kicks out, yeah, Corbin hitting him with the belt doesn't mean anything. Right. This whole right. show was just bizarro world. It, it always like, seemed like someone smacked Vince in the head really hard and... He just forgot what the hell he You got did. Shawn Michaels' eyes. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> I, yeah, it's just, it was, you and I, we, all of us were texting, but you and I were really watching the show that day. I can neither uh, confirm nor I deny it. I was at work. <laughs> I was off that day. <laughs> I just, like, I would rather have a no, uh, like a non-finish if they were going to do something that stupid yeah. and have it on Raw. If they didn't want to have a legit title match in Saudi Arabia for whatever reason, I get it, but... It was just stupid. I don't know why Corbin would interject himself. They didn't really say much on it. I mean, Strowman chased him the whole night last yeah. night. But it's like an episode of Bugs Bunny. Well, they make Strowman right. look dumb sure. now. Like yeah. he, everyone's always one step ahead of the. He, this guy used to flip ambulances. And Ron Strowman's Wiley Coyote now. Yeah, now he's like, oh, doop, 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 where did he go? <laughs> this is gonna. It's just weird. This isn't gonna come out right, but it's too bad. <clears throat> I mean, say it. Hold say on, it. hold on. <laughs> it's too bad Roman's diagnosis didn't happen two week in you know a week from now yeah. after yeah. Survivor Series. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Because then the Royal Rumble could have been for the belt. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. no obviously no knock on Roman. Reigns. No, I'm saying like again, I obviously I wish it couldn't have happened, right. but like the timing of it, the, a vacant championship at Royal Rumble, and they can't delay because as we'll talk about in a second. Survivor Series, they have a very important set of rules for Survivor Series, and that is this. So this is as currently the Survivor Series 2018 card. Spoilers, uh, you'll all be listening to this if you listen after um, SmackDown this week, but we're recording it a little bit before. But WWE's in Manchester, so they already taped it. 
So we're talking about something they've already taped, and you're going to be listening to it after it's taped, but we're taping before we watch it. <laughs> Figure that out. Um, champion versus champion, AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. Mid-card champion match, U.S. champion versus Intercontinental champion, Nakamura versus Rollins. That's going to be the, the I match of the night. I hope that's good. Nakamura's matches have been so off and on lately. This one will be good. I hope so. Unless Dean gets involved. Like, just let's have the match. Yeah. But, um, women's champions facing off Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. This will be Ronda's best match. Um, tag champions facing off the Bar versus the brand new Raw Tag Team Champions, the Authors of Pain. It's about damn time. And then there's going to be three traditional Survivor Series matches. Five women on five women, Raw versus SmackDown. Um, teams to be determined. I think they, they, I think they've announced the SmackDown team. It's going to be Carmella, Naomi, um, Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and my personal favorite on SmackDown after Becky Lynch, Little Miss Put Your Hair Up and Square Up, Sonya Deville. Against a raw team to be determined. Five tag teams against five tag teams, Strem. The old 10 on 10. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Usos and New Day have been announced for Team SmackDown. The Bar will probably... Not The Bar, excuse me. Usos, New Day, Sanity will probably be in there. The Club. And find a fifth team on SmackDown. I can't think Um, of... Because The Bar is busy. Are Rhino and What's-His-Face on SmackDown? They're on Raw. Beauty and the Man-Beast are on Raw. (laughs) I don't, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe they'll just throw two people. I can't think of, it, of maybe There's Primo and Epico. And, uh, are Primo and Epico even around? Anymore? I think they're still on SmackDown, technically. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, and then the Raw teams will probably be the Revival, B Team, B Team. They don't really have much of a tag division. Do yeah, they? I don't know what they're gonna do. And then five men against five men. Those ma- those teams are locked. McIntyre, Ziggler, Strowman, Angle, and Lashley against Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, The Miz, Daniel Bryan, and Samoa Joe. So, that's a decent Survivor Series card. It's in two weeks. Let me editorialize a little bit on Survivor Series because it used to be one of my favorite things to watch. I loved the faces versus heels. I loved the fact that they all teamed up. I, and I'm glad that they're at least bringing back the Survivor Series matches, but I hate SmackDown format. It doesn't do anything for me. There's no real reason behind it. There's like a mixture of faces and heels on these teams. I don't really care strongly enough about whether somebody wrestles on Monday or Tuesday night. The title matches are a waste as far as I'm concerned. I'd rather have a storyline match. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that they're bringing back the style, but damn it, it is not the same. It is not the same. You know what else is cringeworthy when they do these brand versus brand shows? Um, I hate like the week before they have like this huge gang fight yeah, and like I hate one that. of them infiltrates the yeah. other show and like they act like they're like gang members. Yeah, but you, you put a list like this together and you and Randy Orton flip flops like every year. Teams <laughs> themselves. I have I have teams. Yeah. But yeah, I get what you say, like the whole yeah, and, and like I also am opposed to the brand versus brand because you're gonna do Brock versus AJ number two, which was a great match, but Brock's not losing AJ should not be losing that match. No, he shouldn't. And AJ's your, your face of the company. Let's face it, he is the face of the company. He's right, still not getting the respect he deserves. And if they win, like, it's not like he gets both titles. So the title's right. not even really on the line. Like, it like, should. They should. There's seven matches, you know, So and they're all Raw versus SmackDown. What It should matter. Like, the winner gets the winning, you know, whatever show wins the most matches gets to steal somebody from the other roster or they get them well because the Royal Rumble already determines the main event at WrestleMania but 
the winner gets number 30 and the Royal Rumble yeah, or something. Would be good. Yeah, that's I would like it if they would do, instead of world champ versus world champ, mid-card champ versus mid-card champ, tag champs versus tag champs, have your four male champions against your four male champions in well, a Survivor's that's match. That's a good idea. So Lesnar, Rollins, and the Authors of Pain against AJ Nakamura and... The bar. I think that the bar. I think that makes things more interesting or, too. Or I would rather just see the top four or five faces on Raw go against the top four or five heels yeah, on Raw. Classic. Because their 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 story there, there's history, and you know they can team up on Raw rather than have like, oh, they shouldn't be here. They're coming in from the audience. With them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Did I, you say Shane McMahon, the best wrestler in the world, is going to be in that match? As of right now, he is. I love it. I can see I love him. It. He should be replaced by Andrade Ciano. Mas. I'm not really a fan of his. I like him. I think he's... The God of Hellfire hates his name. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. yeah I love him. Yeah, yeah. I love him. I like that little rope thing he does where he like takes a rest. And then the she does it right under him. Yeah, that's but cool. But he's got a few that, good things. Oh, Dean is about to get eliminated. Flying Yogo. Yeah, uh-huh. The best part about this match is Marty Jannetty and uh, some other shit bum are the ones that end up... Uh, the one, two, three kid. Is that what it was? Uh-huh. So... Yeah, they end up yeah. being the heroes of this match. Yep. The yeah, click, uh-huh. uh-huh. Click's got their fingerprints all over this match, yeah. Even then, uh-huh. This match had some star power, but neither team made my list because of the uh, drop-off. Yeah, same yeah. with me. But it was a good match. But we'll get there. Um, let's see, what's next? Trivia time. Oh, Trivia baby. time. I got a new... This, was, this one was almost ridiculous. And I was like, I threw a name these eleven people thing at them last oh, week. Wow, yeah. So this one's a little, a little less intensive. Mm-hmm. There's two wrestlers that held the WCW World, US in tag belts, WWF World Intercontinental in tag belts, wow. as like in the separate companies. Only two people held both, all six belts. <clears throat> Booker T. Wow. The WW so what's the belt again? The WWF World Heavyweight Title, like gotcha. The Brett, the Sean belt. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Nope. Chris Benoit. Nope. Uh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart's one. Wow. Again, this is a tricky one because yeah. we could be like, well, what about the Jared World Bell. Heavyweight Title? He was never the WCW. Oh, that's champion right. or that's the right. WCW United States champion. He was champion. a WWF version. Right. Or a WCW yeah. tag champion. Jericho. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jericho doesn't USA. make... Yeah. Was he ever even USA champ? I think he was TV. He was TV champ and cruiserweight champ in yeah, WCW. That's right, that's right. I'm trying to go back to the WWE champs list and, and think about who might fit in there. Uh, wow. he's, a tri- he's a tricky one because people forget that he was Intercontinental Champion. Two-time tag champion in WWF. <laughs> what? Not Diamond yet. Dallas Page? No. no. Uh, man. Ooh. Ric Flair? It's Ric Flair! Oh, oh damn, okay. Ric Flair oh, and Bret Hart. That's right. The, the worst uh, WWF the champion according to John Trump. That's right. He won the IC Second title worst. late in his reign. If, if yes, he beat Carlito. That's right. At, it might have even been at Taboo Tuesday. I think it was, remember. and then Triple H turned on him, and he said, "And here you are, wallowing in your newfound mediocrity." And that was actually a pretty good angle. Yeah, it was a good angle. And uh, Beverly Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get as in depth, but you know, we got to bring it up. Record watch uh, tomorrow will mark one year as WWE champion for AJ Styles. Wow. 
Um, three worst champion according to this <laughs> table. Well, <laughs> yes, because of the way he's been booked. Right, right, right. right. But yes. Right. We're almost at list time. It's now time for everybody's new favorite segment. Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> this weekend, November 2nd, marked the 20th anniversary of the creation of the WWF Hardcore Championship. Got a couple of fun facts for you. Mankind was the first WWF Hardcore Champion. Um, the final Hardcore Champion was Rob Van Dam when he unified it with the WWF Intercontinental Championship. And it was retired on August 26, 2002. So we're talking about a four-year championship uh, lifespan here. Wow, it was only four years. Yeah. It seems like... That Attitude Era seemed like it was 50 years. Yeah. It was actually really short. Um, Four women held the hardcore title, which we've talked about on the show before. Molly Holly, Trish Stratus, Terry Reynolds, and as I like to say, one of the Godfather's ladies of the evening, (laughs) who was actually independent wrestler Bobcat, who was married to Al Snow from 2009 to 2016. The more you know. There were 240 reigns of the Hardcore Championship held by 50 different wrestlers. um, Which means everyone... defended 24-7, Marilla. The Big Boss Man has the longest individual reign of 97 days. Steve Blackman has the longest combined number of reigns. Steve Blackman. The man with no facial expression. I Steve hate Blackman. Him. He's he, the worst. He held the title for a combined 172 days. And does anybody know who held the hardcore title the most times? Raven? Raven. Wow. 27 times. 27 times. <laughs> Johnny Polo, hardcore champion. So, happy birthday, hardcore championship. And that was who fucking cares? <laughs> Definitely the worst belt of a lot, I would say. Yeah, the European title was pretty terrible. Pretty good. Uh, European title was pretty bad. Crash yeah. Holly's twenty four seven was awesome. Yeah. yeah. When it became like a real belt, yeah. it was like, go away. Right. Go away. When D'Lo Brown won the European Championship, and he would come out to the ring. Now residing in Milan, Italy. <laughs> yeah, he was the European champion. I love that. <laughs> Speaking of voting, by the way, why doesn't WWE have that? Taboo Tuesday anymore when you can vote on random like you can make it a donkey on a pole match and because it sucked <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not no, saying that that's, that's straight from Bruce Pritchard right because it sucked that's true I actually no um, did the votes even matter like did they did oh they, they were a shoot the voting? they were a shoot really yeah they, they wow. I mean they they put that shocks me actually they I mean yeah. they were like <laughs> who do you want to see wrestle Triple H for the WWF championship Shawn Michaels Carlito or Harvey Whippleman. Oh, so you're saying they kind of swayed the persuasion. They, they tried to, like, like, for the big things that mattered, they yeah. tried to be like, which one do you want? And so, in hoping that they would vote for the yeah. the one that they want. How about Crush right now, just coming out of the ring and Randy Savage loses complete Brother. control and wants to walk yeah. out of the ring. Chaka-bra! <laughs> he was like, Look at that mullet. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Savage um, was not one for, uh, he was one to be distracted, let's put yes. it that way. I don't feel like doing an entire episode talking about hair, but one of these weeks, Hardcore Halftime is going to be the top three mullets of all time, <laughs> and that mullet oh, will yeah. be on my list. Oh, 100%. Heel, heel post-demolition crush. Hey, Larry Bird and Dennis Johnson were the only two numbers on that banner in wow. 1993. Wow. You know what that... I oh, know. I, <laughs> I can't do it. Think about that banner, say a word in your head, and you'll know where I'm going. All right. It's time. It's not Vader time, it's list time. Again, Survivor Series is coming up, the Thanksgiving Eve 
but now the three weeks before Thanksgiving tradition. And uh, Justin had an idea. The top ten Survivor Series teams of all time. Uh, the man that Gravity remembered is not here, so we don't have to offend anybody by going in any type of order. But <laughs> as always, we'll go... Yeah, let's defer to our guests, and I would say it's going to be... We, we talked about this before we hit record. You know, part of it's going to be your own biases. Part of it's going to be just on paper. And part of it's going to be what it meant to the... Yeah. Uh, My whole list is on paper. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, as always, if you hear us go, oh, 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 that's because somebody's name, team is right. a little bit higher and the hand went up and we'll get to it. Um, I can't wait. Paid out. Gentlemen, well, like like Justin said, you know, I, I, I had a lot of criteria based on what I picked. My 10th best team was definitely from entertainment value. Um, when I watched this match recently, um, I really got a kick out of it. And my number 10 is the 93 team of HBK and his Knights. <laughs> um, wow. Not your best team, you would say, or you would think, but just the fact that he was fake. One thing I just realized, too, when I was watching these old Survivor series, there's a lot of history between Shawn Michaels and the Hart Foundation. Oh, yeah. Like, there's... There's a lot of like team ups, mixes, matches. Obviously, the uh, the famous Montreal screw drop, uh, screw drop happened in a Survivor Series. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yes, yeah, Shawn Michaels and his Knights entertaining match up against the Hart Foundation. The hairiest heart of them all. Uh, what, was, what was his name? Was that Bruce Keith. Hart? Keith. He was so hairy. <laughs> so full cut. I mean, were these? I'm having trouble remembering this, but. Were the knights in, in costumes? And yes, they were all wearing like different colored masks. There was a red knight, a black knight, yes. and a blue knight. They were Jeff Gaylord, Barry Horowitz, and yep. Greg the Hammer Valentine, I yes. believe. But do you know who the the black knight was supposed to be? Terry Funk. Yes, indeed. Yep. <laughs> I only know that because Bruce Pritchard told me on that That's podcast. Did, but yes. That's great. Secondary yep. Horowitz reference tonight. And hey, <laughs> I voted. That sound here is me patting myself on the back. <laughs> Um, wow. I, I love it. It was just so they funny. It's, it's, it's in this, it's, I think it's the main event of this pay-per-view um, we're watching. It's it? next. No, the main oh, event. it's next? Okay. We're, we're going to talk about the main event. There we go, yeah. baby. But not yet. That, oh, that's, a, that's a fun team. It was. I mean, um, not that it was like, you know, you would ever remember it besides Sean and Brett and Owen. Yeah, that was the match. So, right. from a significance point of view, that's the match that triggered the, the heart feud. Yep. Owen made the right idea. You know, yeah, stepped yeah, out of the shadow of that time. greasy bastard. Yes. And and they, they zoom in on Brett's mom's facial expressions the whole match after Owen's, you know, turns. And it's just hilarious. Oh my, was it Heenan? He makes some of the funniest oh, comments great, about yeah. her. It's so great. So I'll, watch that. I will never forget. I was, again, as I said before we hit record, I was at this show. And I remember I had my program, and I was like, Dad, give me a marker. Because I had to give my little, my little brother was too young to go to the show. I was like, I got to take notes and tell Mike. And I just wrote down on the program, Owen is a bad guy now. And I was like, whoa. And I couldn't wait to tell my brother the next day. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was it was a fun... It told a story. It, the yeah. match told a story. And I started calling my Brett the Hitman heart glasses Owen glasses. And I scratched oh, yeah. out the part that said Brett on them. I was I like, like, these it. are Owen glasses. I like it. That's awesome. Well, I'll defer to you. Yes, it's your list. list. So um, we're going to go counterclockwise here. My number 10 is the first team to completely survive wow. a Survivor Series match. I like it. Okay, good. I said it that way, just in case. I didn't want to blow anybody up. 
I'm talking about the 1990 team of the Visionaries. Managed by the Doctor of Style Slick, we've got Rick the Model Martell, a three-time WWF Tag Team Champion, by the way. Mm -hmm. The Warlord and Power and Glory, Paul Roma and Hercules. Um, I mean, on paper, not the most successful four guys individually, but, you know, as the first... I mean, it was the fourth year of Survivor Series, but the first team to completely survive is kind of a big deal. Um, they defeated an amazing team, the Vipers, Jake the Snake Roberts, Jimmy Snuka, Shawn Michaels, and Marty Jannetty, three Hall of Famers and a other guy. Um, so, I mean, that's that's a hell of an accomplishment that's on, on its own. And again, whenever you're something that historic, the first team to do something, I think you belong on a list it's like last week we talked about Buddy Rogers but we're like he was champion for two days so but the first is always something you know important and needs to be talked about so first team to survive as a team I love it I um it did not make my list I could have made the whole list from like 87 to 91 me too and it started that way for me and I I had to be very diligent about it uh so that was one of the teams I bumped off uh but you know I love the model who doesn't love the model? About, right. Um, so I, I'm digging it. Digging it. <laughs> digging it. Yeah. Digging it. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So my number ten. We're gonna see them shortly. I might be blowing up somebody here a little bit from 1993, the All Americans. And oh yeah. Oh okay. Ooh. All, all three lists. Wow. That doesn't happen too that often. Made my top five actually. Wow. wow. Okay. Yep. They they didn't make my top five, so we'll get we'll get there when we get there. I love it. Um, uh huh. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Iron Sheik is the macho man. <laughs> the best. The last a, line of that whole clip. The last line is the guy goes, "She's riding the camel." <laughs> if you haven't watched our clip of the week from last week, it's Shit's pretty offensive. Hilarious. It's oh, pretty offensive. So it doesn't. It takes a lot to make me uh, squirm. And I squirmed. It was yeah. There's a lot of bad language in yeah. there, so, but it's uh, so funny. Put your headphones on for that one. <laughs> Not see for work, <laughs> as they say. All right. All right uh, you, yeah. Musa Peter, number right. nine. I'm sure this is going to be uh, a hand raiser. Uh, my number nine is the '89 team of the Hulkamaniacs. Stram has risen his hand. Surprisingly, hand. Chris is not. No. So we'll we'll touch upon that later on. The Hulkster. Did not make my list. No kidding. Wow. wow. All right. Way I'm impressed you, with that. You. Um, so we're going to get to your... My number nine is the 2005 Team Smackdown. Uh-huh. Um, the, the sole survivor... I made a point to pick this out on my teams. The sole survivor was Randy Orton. It consisted of Batista, 10 championships. Bobby Lashley, 3 championships. JBL, Michael! Uh, 18, 19, 21, 22, 23 championships. He's wow. an 18-time Holy hardcore champion. Holy. Randy Orton, uh, 16 championships. And Rey Mysterio, which if you count WCW, 16, 17, 18, 21 different championships. They defeated Team Raw, Big Show, Carlito, Chris Masters, Kane, and Shawn Michaels. This was uh, Teddy Long versus Eric Bischoff that time frame. I mean, four, four easy Hall of Famers and Bobby Lashley. Um, you know, I yeah. I think it's yeah. an awesome team. Um, this was when Randy Orton was really in his, you know, in the his legend, legend killer. killer scumbag prime. Right. 
I love this team. I think I think it was a great, yeah, a great and, showing of Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, and it's one of those like some of these later ones when they started doing these five on fives again, and they were like all the big names for the the top names on the brand on paper. On paper, you just can't argue them at all. So I have right. a couple of those for sure. Um, it's a great one. Um, my number nine is from 1988. It is a 10-man team. Ooh. And as you know, it was five tag teams. And just listen to this. This was the heel team. Um, and it was... Oh, no, excuse me. Did it start out as the heel team? It started out as the heel team. Wow. This was a long... This was a 42-minute match. 10 on 10 Survivor Series team. And I went with the Powers of Pain, the Rockers, the Bulldogs. It was actually the face team. Powers of Pain, the Rockers, the British Bulldogs, the Heart Foundation, and the Young Stallions. Wow. That's what got them cut from my list. The Young Stallions. As of uh, 10.30 this morning, that team was on my list. Uh, And I was like, those those, those damn Young Stallions. (laughs) They're really bringing it down. The Young Stallions... Got them cut from right. my list. Right. Wow. But they also beat um, some an awesome... Like, this team is, is worthy of the list as, as well, if you wanted to. Were the Demolition, Beverly Brothers there? They, <laughs> almost. Demolition, the Brain Busters, and then, it, and then the and then Elvis Rougeos, and then, then we kind of go down the Bolsheviks, and of course the Conquistadors... Who somehow made it to the end of the match, <laughs> and then returned to Raw a couple weeks ago in a great moment. Yes, um, but I mean, when you get ten guys on the on the ring, and I would argue um, six, seven, eight, you know, of them were all time, uh, not all time greats. There's probably three or four all time greats, but uh, six or seven, eight great, great uh, workers. And then I don't hate I don't hate Paul Roma. And I, I can't say it, it's a DNF on Jim Powers. He was not really mm-hmm. around enough. I like Paul Roma's uh, <clears throat> empowering glory and his heel tactics. So, number nine. Beautiful. Uh, we're number eight. Number eight, baby. Um, my number eight is a 1995 team, which consisted of Jerry the King Lawler, a young Triple H, cheesy. Weezy. Isaac Yankum, a.k.a. Wow. Kane. That's a good team. And wow. King Mabel, the third man, King Mabel. <laughs> um, Mabel was king of the ring that year. Okay? And then you got a budding Triple H. You got a Isaac Yankum, who's going to be Kane. I just thought this was a really cool mm-hmm. team. I forgot about this, this, this Survivor Series team, but when I was watching it, I thought it was pretty impressive. And I love Lawler in there. Lawler's fun. I mean, yeah. all his matches are fun to watch it. I thought that was a pretty impressive team. And it, it was kind of the future of where WWE was headed back then, too. Yeah, I, I have... I like that one a lot, because I, I, I really rip on 95 and 96 a lot. In a similar vein, I have um, a 96 team on my honorable mention list, which I'm pretty sure you guys are not going to have on. Um, your list... Stop me if I'm, if I'm blowing you up, but 96, it was Jake Roberts, Mark Merrow, Rocky Maivia... Wow. And then the Stalker, a.k.a. Uh, Barry, uh, Barry Windham. That is correct. Wow. So a nice mix of, like, budding superstars, a little bit aging. Like, Windham and Roberts were past their prime, yeah. obviously. So 
I, I like that. I like that mix. So I'm not gonna uh, argue that at all. Uh, my number eight. We're gonna get to later. It's the All Americans. Nice. Um, my number eight from 1989, The King's Court, Macho King Randy Savage, Ooh, The Canadian yeah. Earthquake, back when he first Dead. came around, <laughs> Dead. Dead. <laughs> Dino Bravo, Dead, and Greg the Hammer Valentine, Not th- dead. thankfully still alive, so one out of four still alive. Only Greg Valentine was eliminated as they beat the 4x4s, uh, which was another great team. Oh, I want to guess who the 4x4s were. You, let's see if you can do it. Jim Duggan, obviously. Correct. <laughs> uh, Ronnie Garvin. Correct. Brett the Hitman Hart. Correct. He already got the hard one, in my opinion. Ronnie Garvin was the hard one. Yeah. Um, Jim Duggan, because Jim the Anvil Nightheart wasn't on that team. Correct. They split the Hart Foundation up for that match. Piper? No, Piper was against Roots Brew that year. Picture them running down. They all ran down two by fours. Oh my god, I can see it. I can friggin' see it. Was it Was it Chico? Nope, I'll give you a hint. He was in the opening match of WrestleMania Five. Oh, Hercules. Yep. Oh, Hercules. Wow. That was a real, that was a too obvious of a hint, apparently. <laughs> so the Kings Court. Um, I mean, this was Hercules versus Haku. How, do, how does anybody not know that over <laughs> WrestleMania Five? <laughs> The King's Court, um, obviously Macho Man at his heelish best. An earthquake basically just sat on everybody is how it ended, and which was great. It was a building up of earthquake um, to be fed to Hogan, unfortunately. But Dino Bravo, an underrated heel, and Greg Valentine, you know, as Gorilla Monsoon, it takes him Gorilla Monsoon was there, it takes him twenty minutes to get warmed up. <laughs> which so, made him perfect for the Royal Rumble. Right, exactly. Greg, Greg Valentine, who is the uh, GM of SmackDown on this uh, new Legacy Inc. thing I watch on YouTube. That's amazing. <laughs> Greg, him, Greg Valentine, SmackDown this week. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I like that team, though. That's good. That is very... Uh, that's an excellent... That's an excellent number. Uh, number. Team. <laughs> Selection. My words. <laughs> uh, pronouns, pal. My number seven. Uh, it's probably going to be a hand raiser. Uh, 1990 team of Ultimate Warrior, LOD, Texas Tornado. I'm surprised you guys didn't raise your hand. That was an honorable mention for me. Okay. The entire match actually became an honorable mention for me. Well, you know, Warrior was the last man standing in that match, so it was definitely, you know, hey, let's let's make Warrior look amazing. But but just the mix of those guys, and that was LOD when they were hot. Um, That was... Fun fact about that team. They called them the Warriors. Yes. It was the Ultimate Warrior, the Road Warriors, yep. and the Modern Day Warrior. Right. Carry Von so it made sense. It actually fit. Ah! Yeah, oh, was... Talon Hart. Sorry. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I wish we could hear Eden just making fun of her the whole pay-per-view. Oh, man. That's a great one. It's an honorable mention for me. I think it's because they all matched up so well. Yep. And I don't think we've talked a lot about the Texas Tornado on this show. I remember when I was younger. Sorry to cut you off, but... I remember when I was younger, people used to like tell me in, in school that Ultimate Warrior died and Texas Tornado became the new Ultimate Warrior. I used to hear that all the time, yeah. too. I'm like, yeah. no, Warrior's alive. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But they uh, looked similar. You know? No, for sure. They had a similar uh, build and, and, and they were both crazy over. Oh, <laughs> they were both. They were both. <laughs> yeah. Super popular. You go back and watch them. 
the Texas Tornado. Um, they, they threw the Intercontinental title on him so quick when yeah. he showed up. And they so, took it off of him just as fast. They did. They did. Um, but It's a shame. Yeah, he was like the Intercontinental version of Ultimate Warrior when they gave yeah. him the belt. Yeah. So, uh, I love that team. I agree. Yeah, it was a great team. Um, my number seven <laughs> is going to be a hand raiser. I'm pretty sure it's going to blow up both of you, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to say the year, and I know you'll be raising your hand. 2017. Nope, I don't have it. Okay, we'll get back to it. I'm pretty sure we have the same one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On paper. I almost put, that was an honorable mention of mine. Um, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah was, so, we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on paper, yeah, absolutely. My number seven, probably going to be a hand-raiser as well. I call this the Chris Parcella team, <laughs> otherwise known as the Teamsters from 1994. And we got a hand-raised. I, I actually had this that team further up my list, and then I... Because I figured they were going to be way up yours, but then I dropped them as I... Oh, yeah, them? yeah, that's my top five. Yep, I just realized it. Yes. I can't find them. Where did yeah, they go? I, I have too many five. pieces of paper. Yeah, my, I had to jumble my numbers around. Yeah, I have them too. He, good team. He has them as well, so we'll talk about them down the road. I'm surprised you picked that team. I mean, you can't argue it, it, it in terms of... Uh, there's three guys on here that are absolute... Four. Four. Yeah. And I, I just love the mix of those guys too. Like It's kind yeah. of unexpected. Right. When I saw it, I was like, is this really happening? Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. They also so, lost though for the <laughs> they were up five to one, and they got counted out, which still doesn't make sense to me. But <laughs> count we'll, them out. We'll get there when we get to people's five <laughs> or graders. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, number six. My number six comes from 2006. Shawn Michaels. Wow. Okay, you're raising your hand, yeah, so exactly. we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's my but, number six. Well. It's your number six oh, as wow, well. Cool. Okay, well, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, my number six That's is from 2016. Yeah. Uh, Team Raw, 2016. Yeah. Pete, okay. Wow. Cool. So we can't talk about anybody's number sixes. <laughs> so you know what that means. Quicker than ever before, it's time for it's hard core halftime. Yeah. Um, core halftime was name your fantasy five-on-five Survivor Series match. Peter. All right, so I tried to use people that I, that when I was a kid watching Superstars at, on Saturday and Sundays, whatever day they played it. Saturdays. It was like Saturday. Sundays was, was challenged. That's right. And then All-American Wrestling. So I tried to think of people that excited me when I would watch that show. So I had the team, and obviously I added a few Attitude Era people too. But anyway, I had the team of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Mr. Perfect. Nice. Shawn Michaels from 1994 specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Owen Hart from the Slammy version, Owen Hart. I like it. And Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. Okay. Versus Rick Rude, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man. Mm Mm-hmm. Jerry Lawler, just because he cracks me up, <laughs> and Andre the Giant. Wow, I love it! Wow, I thought that'd be a killer match. The only thing I probably would have done was put Stone Cold and Hulk on opposing teams because you've never seen that match. Right? Yeah, that's but true. it is what it is. It is what it is. I love it. Thank you. I, um, 
It's funny because I only made a dream one team. Okay. But they happen to all be faces, so I just jotted down eight. So, yeah, you made a dream match. Yeah, I made a dream match. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's fine because I cheated, so don't worry about it. All that. right. So, I, now that you did that, I'm going to do it too. Because my original dream team was, and we the rule I thought was we had to have a tag team. So, my three singles wrestlers were uh, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, and Hulk Hogan. Okay. Okay. Teaming with the Heart Foundation so I could get Brett in there without calling him a singles wrestler. And then, that, yep. of course, bring Jim Neidhart around. And they would take on Andre the Giant, Macho King Randy Savage, oh, Ooh, King, yeah. heel Eddie Guerrero, and Demolition. Heel I love Demolition. it. Nice. I, I love, love it. it. I do. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. So I'm a dirty, rotten cheater. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll pick the rules. Yeah. And I made two Survivor Series matches. Nice. The five tag teams. <laughs> the five tag teams against five tag teams okay. match. Wow. On the face side, we've got the Legion of Doom, the Hart Foundation, the Dudley Boys, the Steiner Brothers, and the Hardys. That's solid. And they would absolutely lose to the Outsiders, Edge and Christian, Demolition, the New Age Outlaws, and the Brain Busters. That's, wow. That'd be amazing. Let's book it. Book it on WWE 2K19 yeah. right now. And then on YouTube. in the main event... By the way, he looks like John Gruden. <laughs> he does. John Gruden. There's, the there's a guy that, right, that, that does body slim. That guy right there. <laughs> Here's the king right There's here. the greatest heart His of all time. going to change after this match, Gorilla. <laughs> Number one, baby. Wow. And then in the main event of our imaginary Survivor Series, we've got John Cena. Yep, that's right. Okay, okay. Hulk Hogan, The yep. Undertaker, all right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Rock, in obviously a losing effort, <laughs> wow. to 2005 Kurt Angle. Wow. 2013 CM Punk. I like how he chose Gears of Wrestlers, too. 2018 AJ Styles. I like it. 2002 Triple H. All right. And 1998 Shawn Michaels. Wow. That I like it. is that my is fantasy team. And uh, Stu Hart is slowly walking up. With a that, Bruins jacket on. As, as, you like my Bruins jacket? As Chris Jericho would say, that crazy old wizard, Stu Hart. <laughs> That's a great couple of matches right there. And that was hardcore halftime. That was fun. That was a fun one. I liked all of those matches. I did too, for sure. Amazing. All right, we're into the top five. It's top five time. Five time, five time, five time, five time. <laughs> Peter. My number five, I think we rose our hands for this one, but it's the 94 Teamsters. That was also my number right. five. It was my number seven, just for the record. So uh, let's talk about this. It lost yeah. points for being Shawn Michaels on your list. We know. <laughs> we know. Like we stated earlier, I just think the mixture, and again, it goes back. Again, Shawn and the Hart Foundation over Survivor Series after Survivor Series over the years. Yeah. Shawn, Diesel, Owen, Anvil. Together and Jeff Jarrett, all right. on the same team. What a weird mix. Right. And it was very good match, too, I thought. But no. y- you got the Click and the Heart Foundation basically on the same team. Yeah. Yeah, the new Heart Foundation. Oh, and, hmm. then, and then Jeff Jarrett. Who, and who Jeff Jarrett, that? yes. Who's amazing. Hey, Ain't he well, great? We throw in there. Uh, hey, Jeff hey, Jarrett. Hey, yeah. hey who, who's missing from that team? Hmm. 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 Owen, 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 Jim... <laughs> Kevin and Sean all get together. Who's missing? Razor? <laughs> 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 Blade? 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 Blade?
Bulldog. Huh. <laughs> oh, Bulldog and Razor Bruce. and the Kid were also That's in that true. match. Everybody huh. was in that match except Bruce for Hart. one guy. Bruce, Bruce Hart was not there. Because somebody else was still in WCW. So who was oh. missing from that match to make it, it was go well? In the title match. Yeah, losing <laughs> to Mr. Bob Backlund oh, that's right. in the towel match. Crossface chicken wing. Ah! I love the Teamsters. Oh, They're awesome. my number five. Great team. I mean, HBK. I'm going to watch that tonight. HBK, the greatest of all time. He still proved it on Crown Jewel, yes. by the way, that he can still do it. Absolutely. Owen Hart. Face on the moon salt, Owen crazy. Hart, the greatest heart of all time. Jeff Jarrett, the greatest Jarrett of all time. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett basically being the honky-tonk man was amazing. Yeah. Right. So now, good. I got to ask, because you said three great wrestlers, and I was like, four! Right. Was it Sean, Diesel, and Owen you were calling great, or Sean, Owen, and Jarrett that were calling great? Sean, Owen, and Jarrett. Okay. <laughs> okay, I okay. can see that. I take less, I take less I of a problem one. with that. Because I was like, if you're if you're trying to tell me Jeff Jarrett isn't I amazing, think, I think right. Jarrett being on this team just makes me giggle. It's right. Just, it's just why is he on this team? Right. <laughs> where, where did the name come from, too? The it's a weird says, name. It's like a, it's like a union thing. thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Like going to vote Maybe that was a big one. thing back then. In that era. And then they, here, here's Shawn oh, Michaels you know what? Entering the ring. You know what? It might have been. It might have been a shot at someone trying to start a union. Yeah. Like I've already got yeah. my teamsters. And they defeat. Well, they they were defeated by the bad guys, which was Razor Ramon, Sione, who's the barbarian, Fatu, the Rikishi, One Two Three Kid, and the British Bulldog. They were up five to one. Diesel gets kicked in the face by by accident by Shawn Michaels, and somehow all five get counted out. (laughs) Right. Right. The one legal man gets counted out, and then the and okay, so Diesel and Sean run away. Why doesn't Owen, Jarrett, or Neidhart just be like, let's pin yeah, this I don't bastard? Get that. Yeah, oh, yes. that, that one, um, that wouldn't pass the uh, Jerry Parcella sniff test if you. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Jerry would be bullshit at that one. Well, for I, like sure. it. I like that they used to use these matches to start new storylines. Like, yeah, yeah. Like what we're watching right now. Owen's going to turn heel on Brett in 93. And then you got HBK and Diesel starting their feud right. in 94. Diesel would win the title like eight days later. Right. Or five days later in eight seconds. I forget which one was which. Um, yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Great team. Did, did you have anything else to add on the Teamsters? I know they were your seven. No, no I, I dropped them to seven. I actually had them up at number three. Wow. And then you're like, oh yeah, it's Shawn Michaels. No, Push no. it down the list. Like They lost. <laughs> they lost. And then mm-hmm. I got into the, into the 2000s and I had to knock a couple people back. And I didn't want to move a couple others, so, you know. Knock just, a couple back. It's the anatomy of making a list. And let me take this opportunity to say, you should, if you know the topic, try to make your own list and compare it, because it's actually not an easy thing no. to do. I had to change my list like 80 it, times today at work when I wasn't working. Right. And I remember <laughs> I would do that, too, when uh, Chris was doing it solo, and I was like, man, I forgot about that, I forgot about that. It's not... Um, well, it's, my, my knowledge is unhealthy. <laughs> to be fair. Well, I'm impressed that we haven't really blown up each other's list that much. No, we haven't. We shared a lot, which is, yeah. good, which is good. I okay. feel, man, I'm I'm getting scared that my number one might get blown up soon, but I like, it, it should be number one on everyone. Mine was already called, but right, it's okay. Mike Parcella yelled at me. He was like, <laughs> no, this is your number one. I was like, all right, you know what, you're right. It is, num- it is number one, but we'll get there. Interesting. We'll get there. <laughs> number 
five. Four. Wait, did everyone pick their five? Oh, I'm uh, sorry, no. What's your five? We, my we jumped five you. five is the Hulkamaniacs from 1989. All right. Okay. Hulk Hogan. They were on your list. That right? was my number nine. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Demolition. Yes. I mean, you talk about probably the best uh, mid-carder at the time, Jake the Snake Roberts, the best tag team at the time, and, of course, the Hulkster. And, um, you know, this is one of the runs where, where Jake was a face. Um, obviously, they, um, the team won. I'm just looking at the results here. They defeated the million-dollar team, Ted That's DiBiase, right. Warlord, Barbarian, and, and Zeus. I was at no-holds-barred feud extended, brother. In 27 minutes and 32 seconds. Guess yeah. who the sole survivor was? Oh, the Hulkster. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, of course, it had to be. But I'm a big, I'm a big mark for Jake the Snake, and... Um, as we talked about many times on the show, in that in that class of great tag teams from like eighty seven to ninety two or so, uh, maybe even ninety four, Demolition um, oh, yeah. won the titles at least three times. Yeah, so um, they beat Strike Force at WrestleMania four. They beat the Brainbusters on Superstars, and they beat the Colostomy Connection, as Gene Oakland would call them, <laughs> at WrestleMania six. Three time tag team champions. And they beat Zeus for crying out loud. Zeus was a human wrecking machine. Yep. Who I, w- I was tempted to put on the list because I love Zeus. Great team. I'm going to say this was a shit match. So yep. it went 27-32. Zeus got disqualified. <laughs> Warlord pinned Axe. Barbarian pinned Smash. Um, Powers of Pain were disqualified for double teaming Hogan. <laughs> DiBiase pinned Jake Roberts with a fist drop. And then Hulk beat DiBiase. Right. So one person on the million dollar team got pinned. Right. And they lost. Three disqualifications. Well, that was the lazy booking of the time yeah. in these types of matches. Yeah, that's true. Um, Just rushing to get to the part where you're going to be like, oh. Hogan must yeah. pose, as Bruce would say. Right. Right. But Hogan yeah. posing. Um, we kind of skipped over that. complimenting himself. Yeah, I he saw did. that. He, he's posing in the ring. To, oh, that's to right. Off. And then he's like, I look stronger and bigger than every wrestler. and I, My arms are bigger than their legs. Did you see who and challenged him, though? No. Rusev. Did he? Yes, he did. He said, before you start losing weight, why don't you face me? WrestleMania happens to be on Rusev Day. That's awesome. So I actually think that would be a great... I don't think awesome. Hogan's going to wrestle ever again, but... He shouldn't. Yeah, he. I don't think he will. But that would be. I think that would fit Rusev's character. That right, that's going on right is now. Rusev ready to take the leg drop is the question. <laughs> well, someone else afterwards wrote, uh, "Nah, nah, forget Hulk Hogan. Why don't you go after that title?" And he wrote, "LOL." <laughs> Rusev's pretty funny on Twitter. He's very realistic. And that's hysterical. He will always be a jobber right now. Nice. <laughs> it's unfortunate because yeah. I love Rusev. Great. He. I miss Rusev. That was a uh, undefeated Rusev. Right. He was a monster. Yeah. But. Whoa. I wish you could mesh the funny Rusev with that. Right. Some somebody somebody had to beat Rusev, you know. Let's Oh uh, yeah, well, you know, the new Hulkster these days. Well not new, but the modern day Hulk Hogan, Ugh. I should say. Have to always win it. Ugh. That's how I feel about John Cena. I agree. Number four <laughs> Now my number four, uh, I think uh, we all rose our hands on this one. The All Americans. Yes, they were my number eight. Um, they yeah. were what, your number nine, I think? Uh, which year is this? 93, the All Americans. The oh, yeah, Lex yeah. Luger. Number, they were my number 10. Okay. 10. So we got Lex Luger, the Steiners, yep. and the Undertaker. Yep. Which, I don't get 
why they're called the All-Americans and the Undertakers in that? I mean, if it was the American Badass Undertaker, I guess it would make sense. Oh, I can answer that for you, my friend. So originally, I'm not even going to look at my notes because I know this. (laughs) Originally, Tataka was the fourth member of the team, the Native American Tataka. Okay. And then Ludwig Borga defeated Tataka to end his undefeated streak. Gotcha. And um, they needed a replacement. And who better... um, Death Valley's in America. Right, it's yeah, in that's California. True. That's true. I've been to Death Valley, actually. Who better than The Undertaker? Now, I'm pulling up an image for you. This is when The Undertaker decided to join the All-Americans. That's a pretty epic photo right there. He uh, had the it's old like school American flag with the circle of yep. stars on the inside of his jacket, that's which is a whole other story. I that Undertaker cool. whole costume. That's a, that was the best Undertaker. That's good stuff. Yeah. It was a great Undertaker. Um, but yeah, so Tatanka got hurt. Legit, and they needed to replace him with somebody. Okay, and they're like, "Well, oh, the Undertaker's not doing anything." They ended up making a better team, and on yeah. paper, you know? yeah. So uh, and they beat the foreign fanatics. Well, yeah. you have four Hall of Famers on this team. Yeah, um, it's just you can't really do that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, it's it's a, I mean, it's a great team. They defeated a really good team in the yeah. foreign fanatics. Um, Jacques of the Quebecers, Crush, Yokozuna. And then the guy from Die Hard 3, Ludwig Borg. He was in Die Hard 3. At the end, after the heist, when uh, they like, blah, 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 camarades. My and dad took me to see that in the theater. Mine too. That was a nice. good movie. And uh, what Jeremy Irons goes, it would not be without the gullibility of the New York Police Department. That's for Kyle Richie. We spent a weekend for a wedding in Lake Winnipesaukee, and Kyle and I just kept doing Die Hard with a Vengeance lines all weekend. Like, not even Die Hard 1, Die Hard 3. And Ludwig Borger, by the way, maybe his oh. claim to fame. Dead. Is he really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Um, oh, boy. Yep. So, anyway, um, one of the most expensive Hasbro figures. And, uh, really? Yeah. That was part of the green... How much are we talking? That was the green card series that Loose. got limited release. Right. It was very... Yeah. Loose, he's probably like 100 bucks on wow. the card. He's probably a couple hundred. Oh, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. It's the power of... And um, it also, while he looks it up in that series, One Two Three Kid is the hardest to find. He's uh, probably two hundred bucks loose. They're from the same series. It was Ludwig Smoking Borga, guns. Adam Bomb, Smoking Guns, yeah, and One Two Three Kid. Bucks right there. Um, open, hundred and forty dollars. Um, mock one sixty. So not that bad. It depends on the pricing too. Some of these are a little bit right. Um, oh yeah, there's one for one ninety. There's one for two twenty. Um, there's one that's so this one. So this one is graded AFA nine eighty five. I don't know what that means, but it's still in mint on card and it's in like yep. hard plastic casing. That's for the serious nerds. The atom bomb wow. is the is sixteen hundred dollars mint really? on card. Wow. I have uh, I have Adam Bomb and I have Ludwig Borgen minus a couple digits. Really? I don't have the smoking guns or the white pants or the white pants Yokozuna or black pants. I forget. It. White pants Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, or uh, one two three kid is the hardest to find. Wow. And that has been your even nerdier yeah. like you start with a nerd premise and then go down a rat hole of. Uh, well, that's not what I searched at all. Chris has dresses on uh, the screen now. <laughs> Well, I, like I remember, I was listening to um, Zack Ryder and yep. uh, oh, yeah. 
Kurt Hawkins podcast today, and they were talking about Hasbro. I was like, man, I never found the Nasty Boys, and I wanted to eBay it just like to put so on my shelf. Hasbro's the the Nasty Boys combined probably forty forty five bucks. Yeah, um, out of card, pre owned, fifty bucks for the pair. Yeah, but I, who knows what condition them, they're you, in? You could get them for cheaper than man, that. Man, those were that was you a want to talk? Set. I know the price for almost all these, and I can uh, really. And if you have Hasbro's. We will price your lot for you. You can sell them on eBay, make some money. Uh, All right, I'm going to test you real quick. Mint on card. Are you better with mint on card or loose? Loose. I'm much better with loose. Loose. Coco Beware with the Frankie accessory. Uh, Buy it now. Buy it now. They're probably asking like 35, 40 bucks, I would say. $45. Yeah. Um, best offer is thirty five plus seven ninety nine right shipping. So yeah, you're right there. Yeah, when it's buy it now, it's a little tougher, but they're usually in that realm. Like I'll tell you, the really expensive ones: the Bret Hart with the tan from the Bret Hart yep. series. That was a mail in, so, right? Or? No, no, the, the mail in was a purple heart. Mm. Uh, but on the old series three one, okay. There's the Shawn Michaels with the black pants is is tough. That to one's find. really hard to find. Dusty yeah. Rhodes is tough to Baby. find. Um, uh, Purple Ultimate Warrior with like the giant Gonzalez action. Okay. A little bit tougher to find. Wow. We could go down a whole rat hole with this. I think this is what we'll be talking about at the 99 because I'm intrigued. <laughs> but moving on, we've got we've got more teams to talk about. Uh, where are Did you say your number four? I said my number four was what? the team, the All Americans. That's right. Yeah. Okay. My number four is a guilty pleasure team for me. But yeah. when you hear it, you're gonna be like, oh, that needs to get on everybody's list. It's from 2009. I call it Team Legacy. Okay. It's Team Randy Orton. I'm going to start with the worst guy on the team and work my way up. Ted DiBiase Jr., yep. Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, William Regal, mm-hmm. and CM Punk. Yeah, this was an honorable right. mention for me. Right? Oh, like, Great team. Oh, yeah. I almost had him on my top ten, but I last minute took him off. They were yeah. defeated. They lost, which I can understand why someone would be like, why are they on your list then? They lost to Christian, Kofi Kingston, R-Truth, Mark Henry, and MVP. The Nation of Domination plus Christian. Um, <laughs> Kofi was the sole survivor. Plus Christian. But, like, what a team. Yeah, right. I mean, awesome. that's, you know, more despicable Regal. That was punk during his, um, 2009, so that was during his Straight Edge Society phase. So Big LG, the good brother. Hey, brother. Luke Gallows is there. Serena Deeb was there. You know, brother. Brother. So, and between them, let's see. Um, 10, 11, 12, 13, 17, 20, 23, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 52 championships oh, between them wow. and a king in the ring, king of the ring. My goodness. And that doesn't even count Royal Rumble wins. That's, wow. That's great. Yeah, I see uh, that's amazing. And after all that, we didn't even get a ice cream sundae? <laughs> <laughs> what was she making? She made apple something. Oh, apples. Yeah, she is a whipped cream. I'm kidding. The, the, go- the, goddess, strudel. the goddess of Hellfire made apple something. Definitely the, the one of the sweetest ladies you'll meet. And uh, when we start talking nonsense and wrestling, she uh, she exits quickly. Like, oh, I, I know Bruno San Martino, and she, then she runs away. <laughs> <laughs> I like the team. I like the team a lot. They did not make my list, though. Number my, four. My 
four. From the year 2003. 2003. Angle. Ooh. Ooh, I think they were. Were they an honorable mention for me? Or I thought about them. I thought about this, them, but I ultimately cut this, them. So Gotcha. I mean, this is a this is sort of a paper one for me. Um, the names are just can't be denied. Uh, Kurt Angle, of course. John Cena. Uh, Bob Holly. Bob Highcrow Holly was probably the lowest, uh, you know, ranked in terms of all time grades. He's a low stock. <laughs> Chris Benoit, who is always a tough one to rank, of course. Can't say his name. <laughs> yeah, you shall not be named. And uh, Bradshaw, JBL. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just an awesome, awesome team on paper. A, a good mix of generations there too. Um, and I don't know how Holly made his way in there, but I'm just looking at the results here. They, um, let's see, where are they? They actually they de- they defeated Team Lesnar, which had which had oh, some. Can big I guess? Boys. Yes, you can. Okay, so I honestly have no idea, but based on the time frame, I'm going to say Team Lesnar was. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's correct. Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan. Wow. Blueprint. I thought that was going to be a hard one. A-Train. A-Train. Um, correct. Was stupid uh, was Luther Reigns on that team? Close. Another m- man with that same uh, syllables, if, if you will. I've never even heard of this guy. L-R? Or, Let me click on him quick. What do you mean by same syllables? Luther Reigns. Da-da-da. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> I've never heard of this guy. I don't either. You're missing a big one. Um, no pun intended. Pardon? No pun intended. I said you're missing a big one. Oh, the big show. Big show. This other guy. There's another monster guy. Was it Mordecai or Kevin Thorne? Uh, let me see if I can give you some hints. Does it rhyme with Luther Reigns? Is that why you're saying that no. that way? No. Um, oh, um, Nathan Jones. Correct. Nathan Jones. Nathan. Who the hell is Nathan Jones? He was that guy that was in Mad Max Fury Road and he was Australian. Oh, World Strongman. How do I know wow. that? I saw Mad Max Fury Road. I was like, that's Nathan Jones. That's how I know that. Here's where selfish-ass Brett gets Owen eliminated from the match. Oh, that's why he kicked his leg out of his leg. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not this part yet. The Blue Knight's so, still in there. Jeff Gaylord. Great yeah, game. I mean, you talk about a team on paper. Cena and Angle together. Um, and then you add in JBL and Benoit, who's in that next tier. Mile! And... So, I'm digging it. Strong. Strong. Strong team. No, I like that. That's a very good team. We are on to the top three. My third best team is Rude's Wow. Yeah. And who were they, do you ask? They were Rick Rude. Wow. Mr. Perfect, who made my list for the second. It's actually the third time if you count our uh, fantasy teams. (laughs) <laughs> and the Rougeos. Yes. Okay, 1989 was a good year, Gorilla. Such a great team. And this great was when year. Perfect was actually perfect. They were pushing him to the moon. He, he, what year uh, was this, I'm sorry? 89. Right? 89? I think it's 89. Yeah, so he wasn't yet the Intercontinental Champion. No, but he was about to become it. Yes. And I think Perfect won that match as well. Right by himself. I think he was yeah, the last guy. Did it several times. Sounds right. And uh, they were pushing him to the moon here, and that was the best Mr. Perfect. And the guy was able to put on a show. Yeah. Three Intercontinental Champions on that team. Yep. Right. Yeah. And I just love that. When I think of Survivor Series matchups, I think of that match. Yep. Rowdy's Rowdy's and Rude's Broods. Roddy had uh, 
him, Snooka, and the Bushwhackers, and they were, I remember them eating stuff backstage on that turkey leg. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Like crazy. Um, just, that is quintessential. And just, brings you, I wish Survivor Series was still Thanksgiving Eve. Right. Amen. But Thanksgiving Eve tradition! <laughs> so... That's a good you know what? One. I'm almost mad that I didn't put that on my list. That's a very I don't good know one. why I didn't make them number one, to be honest. I'm kind of looking, like, why didn't I make them my number one? But yeah, they were awesome. I shouldn't say that. There's reasons, and I'll get to it as I get to okay. the top. Ray Rougeau? No, I love Raven. Raven's um, a legit tough man. Backstage. My number three is the team that won the main event of the very first Survivor Series from 1988. It's. The Heenan family. All right. The first family of professional wrestling. Whoop. Hand up. No, I mean, we can cover it now because we're on, we're in the top five. Yeah, well, I don't want to I don't want to blow you up. That's not how we do things here. All right, all right. It's your <laughs> one or your two. I don't want to blow you up. It's not our policy. It's not how we do things around here. What's your number three? Tough guy. My number three. I might be, uh, we might be re- reverse blowing each other up here. I'm 2017. Kurt Angle. Is that your number one? No. Your number two? Nope. Well, I already said your number three. No, mine was 2016 that I... Oh! You, I think you had said 2016 at one point. I think I said that's both one. of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I already yeah, talked. That's, that's what I wrote. My okay, name. 2017 was my number yeah. seven. Okay. Yeah, okay, gotcha. All right, sorry, I thought I... I, I got okay. so much shit. Keep going, brother. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor... Balor clubs for everyone. Samoa Joe... Yep. And Triple H. That was a fun Survivor Series match. It really too. was. I mean, as much as I crapped on the... the Brand uh, versus brand. brand like that, that team on paper is fantastic and um, will live on forever. So and, and Forever! Again, again, a nice um, mix of uh Was Shane on that team? Was Shane on one of those teams? Um, uh, 2017. Yeah. The they defeated Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Shane McMahon. Okay. Which I wrote as a note, former European champion. Uh, current, current best in the world. Current <laughs> world No, the thing I like about that match, that I almost made my list, um, I like that they played around with the quote-unquote drama between Triple H and Shane. Triple H. <laughs> yeah. And, um... Then you had Strowman kind of like... Why is that not a disqualification? Exactly. And the Stu's just standing there watching him. Bullshit. Oh, wow. Stu Hart just punched Shawn Michaels in the face. That should be outside interference, disqualification. It should be fine. Get, rid of, get rid of that greasy-haired monkey. That idiot Morella should Stu not has a big ass. <laughs> You're right. That idiot Morella doesn't do his effing job. It's not Morella. Is it Morella this one? I just was quoting... Uh, and you know what else? I just oh, that's Danny Davis. Yeah, was How quoting. come Bret Hart can't be uh, dressed in the same uniform as his team? Because he's too that. damn he selfish. He has to wear the pink uniform instead of the black. Wow, he's yeah. selfish. That's he why. Yeah, he's a jerk off. He's a bulldog from... So, anyway, that was my number three. That was a good number three. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they were my seven. I, I love that team. They won. Triple H and Braun Strowman were the survivors. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Unstoppable. Number two. My number two is from 1987. I believe that was mm. the first Survivor Series match. Yes. Team. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said the Heenan family. Yeah. From '88. Yes. Did I screw that up? Remember no, you said it was the first. The, would you say it was the first main event? Or I might. I might have. Either way, 
It might have been the first main event Survivor Series. I know. I wrote 88, but it was actually 87. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Then you didn't blow me up. My Heenan family. My bad. Okay. You got to back up for a second. My number three was from 1987. Andre the Giant, Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, Rick... What the hell? I'm all screwed up. No, so we were right. So that's 88. Yeah, keep yeah, that's okay. 88. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the right second Survivor Series. Gotcha. I'm okay. all I'm all backwards. Okay, I'm sorry. They were just very similar. They were. So 87, my number two, Team Savage. Yeah. We got Macho Man, Jake the Snake Roberts, who made quite a few Survivor Series teams. Right. He was kind of a mainstay in those big views. Uh, Steamboat. Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. Yeah. I don't really know why he was there. I guess he was hot at the time. He was. And uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh! Three Hall of Famers on this match, in this on this team, I mean. Um, and all of them, what I read, had strong IC title feuds with the Honky Tonk Man. That, oh, four. Sorry, yes, you're right. Unfortunately, Duggan's yes. in the Hall of Fame and Honky Tonk Man's not. That's right. But all of these guys, for the most part, besides Duggan, had money-making title feuds for the Intercontinental Belt with Honky Tonk Man. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it was a good it was a good team. Solid team. No, that's a great team. Honorable mention for me, I love them. I mean, Steamboat in particular takes this because Roberts and Savage were on a bunch of teams, so were Duggan and Beefcake, quite frankly. Yeah. But Steamboat takes it to another level. Yeah. For sure. This is one of his last events too, and then he right. cried, I wanna go home. <laughs> I, break. What a I rost my I rost my smile. <laughs> he did just have a kid. I remember uh, at WrestleMania five, I think it was, or four. Maybe it was four or three. When four. When he brought his kid out, out yeah. it was four. Four. So, in a way, I uh, I tipped my cap to him. He loved his little Screw boy. him. They... <laughs> no. Back up for raising his kids. He should be like Ric Flair and leave him <laughs> under the no. Christmas tree. Hold on. He comes back next Hold on. Christmas. I'll be back, kid. Woo. No. Screw him. Daddy's got to go make the money. <laughs> they spent all this time building up this feud. They yeah. have him... Drop, win the title in this epic moment in yeah. front of 93,173 people at WrestleMania 3. And then two months later, it's like, Vince, I want some time off. Yeah. It's like, I just put my second biggest yeah, you belt you on you. That. You don't do that. When you Screw him. As Hollow Oates once said, leave me alone. I'm a family man. <laughs> I, you know what? As Scott Holland Oates used to say. Scott Holland Oates. <laughs> you ever seen that t-shirt, by the way? That's no. a, oh, beautiful. Scott Holland Oates like shirt. Scott Holland Oates holding two cans of oats. Oh, I That's want amazing. that. The best wrestling shirt I've ever seen is the one that's Akeem and the Big the, Boss oh, Man who just says never forget him. Oh, <laughs> pull, pull that up right now. Let's see it. Pull it up. You can still buy it right now if you want it. I want it. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Oh, um, while I look for that, my number, uh, we're on to number two. Yes. Two. two! Right? Two. Yeah. Who does number two work for? <laughs> oh my god, that shirt's amazing. Right? <laughs> Never forget. 23 bucks, you can get it in any color. You can get it as a tank top, as a sweat. I might want to spend $45 and a get hoodie. it as a sweatshirt. <laughs> a hoodie that just says Never Forget. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. <sighs> I love and it. you know, so many people won't even realize yeah. what it means, so it's even better. And right. if they do, they're a wrestling fan, they would laugh. They're right. Like, they wouldn't be, like, be off- offended. Hashtag offended. Right. Like everyone else these I days. Want, I, I voted. voted. <laughs> How dare you? You didn't vote? No, but I have an awesome Never Forget shirt. <laughs> I'm going to book- bookmark that and buy it later. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. All right. Number two. Oh, you didn't just eat number two? 
You we already said your twos, didn't we? No, no, I just said mine. I'm so thrown off. You guys haven't said yours. Okay, that's right. Yours was Savage and Friends. Someone's got to pay attention to the hosts. I got got so thrown off talking about the Never Forget and the Hall and Oates. I such hot takes today, you guys just want to keep them going. That's right. My number two, you brought it up earlier, and it's clearly number two. They won with a sweep. It's Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, and CM Punk. That was my um, number six. Team DX, they dominated Team Rated RKO. Edge, Orton, Mike Knox, Hurricane Gregory Helms, and John Morrison. Yeah, no one got pinned to that team. No, they swept it. It was awesome. Um, I mean, arguably one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Two of the greatest world champions of all time. And the greatest wrestler... From two thousand <laughs> from two thousand six till two thousand fourteen yep. fifteen. Yeah, now he's a quitter um, though. He's, he's not having a good day. Quitter. Yeah, I mean this is, you know how I feel about uh, DX and the Click and everything, but they, they you love to, them and you recognize how great they are. I gotta yeah. give you credit. You had you were pretty fair with you them on to, this it, list. Just like Chris is with. with uh, Bret Hart in SummerSlam matches and stuff. You got to be objective. Yeah, right. take a step back and remove uh, a little bit of bias. Yep. you have to be fair. That being so, said, I couldn't put Bret on any of my teams. Wow, I just think Bret had more memorable uh, Survivor, singles. He was a matches. SummerSlam guy. Yeah, yeah, he was a SummerSlam guy. Yeah, so it was, he he was with the Powers of Pain, the Rockers, the British Bulldogs, all on the same. Team. And the Young Stallions. And the Young Stallions. <laughs> They're beautiful, aren't they? As uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong used to say, you can polish a turd all day, but in the end, it's still doo-doo. <laughs> My number two. Two! Dugan. I would argue the most, um, the biggest legacy of any team in Survivor Series history, simply because of who debuted, is from 1990. The Million Dollar Team. Ah. Yes. Ted DiBiase, of course. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Honky Tonk, who everyone that we've had on the show is a giant mark of and should be. And, of course, this was the debut of The Undertaker. The wow. greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. I don't even know why that didn't even make my list. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I, in fact, I forgot about that. Too. Right. I forget about them. And I remember it resonates with me because I was and they six won, years too. old. They won. Undertaker terrified me. Yep. He came in and he destroyed people. Look at the size of that hammock! Oh, how did I forget that? Oh yes. my gosh, yes. yes. And, I mean, Rhythm and Blues at the time, and of course, Tim I Yossi, love you. Uh, and I that's remember, right. I the patron saint of our podcasting, Bruce Pritchard. That's right. And the Million Dollar Man announcing Undertaker is just epic. So, four great workers, four all-time greats, I think. To, uh, Undertaker, uh, especially... And, you know, the impact is, to this day, I mean, he's still fighting in terrible matches. He's retired like 18 times. What a surprise. A Bret Hart match made Justin's number two. (laughs) But then you got to admit I didn't even think about Bret Hart. They wrestled Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, Coco Beware, and Death the Rose. Are going at it ringside, brother. So, that's a great team. One thing that absolutely ruins that match and, you know peeks behind the curtain and ruins the whole match for me is when The Undertaker drops Coco Beware with the tombstone in his big debut so we don't know anything yet Grill Monsoon goes I think you hit him with a tombstone it's like no one's ever called it that before yeah 
They do that all the time with, what is with that new move? wrestlers. And like, he calls that the uh, the Moscow right. but like, family credenza. The, the Moscow <laughs> three-handle family credenza. <laughs> but like, at least like they have enough wherewithal to be like, I'm getting some notes here. Um, Ted DiBiase, you know, had Virgil bring us some notes, and he calls that the tombstone. Done. Like, right. why, why do they have to be like, why do they have to like, yes. kill kayfabe on us and be like, oh, that's gotta be Kane! That's gotta be! It's like watching any musical where, like, these the, the whole cast just bursts into a song. What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. What's this? What's this? You know, it's part of uh, the high school movies where they all are professional dancers right. all of a sudden at the prom. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bastards. Way off tangent, but you know, um, The Undertaker, 1990, hard to believe. Yeah, the million dollar team, one of many. Yeah, um, it is time for honorable mentions. Yes, I actually only had one, and it was wow. mentioned earlier. It was the legacy team that you mentioned earlier, but Randy Orton, Cody had. Rhodes, yep. Teddy Biasi Jr., William Regal, but and if I was CM gonna have another one that didn't make, I mean, it's the one Justin just listed, I should have had that on my list. We forgive you. <laughs> I'll only mention honorable mentions that we have not talked about. Okay. Uh, they go in chronological order for the most part. Um, 87, the other side of the uh, the tag team matchup, Demolition. Oh, actually, this is a different year. This is earlier. I'm screwing up 87, 80 again. 80, 80 again. 87, Demolition, Heart Foundation, the Islanders, because you know I love Haku, the Dream Team, Dino Bravo and Valentine. Dream Team 2. Dream Team 2, that's correct, because the original was Brutus. Yep. And the Bolsheviks. From 1991, the Mountie, Ted DiBiase, Warlord, and of course, Ric Flair. Oh, wrong team. That's right. Right, right. Huss. (laughs) Huss was with Skinner, Colonel Mustafa, and Hercules. Right. And they beat a great team. I know that. This is what they were building up. That's, That's impressive. This is when they were building up Ric Flair, so Ric Flair was the sole survivor defeating the team of Piper, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, and Virgil. You know what happened in that match? That shitty-ass match? (laughs) Seven guys got counted out for brawling on the outside, and Flair rolled into the ring. You know, that was part of all making him a heel. Uh, 92 Money, Inc., and the Beverly Brothers. Cheers. Cheers. Um, 1996, I, I, uh... This was initially on my list. I bumped him. Diesel, Farouk, Razor Ramon, and Vader. I take umbrage with that. That's Diesel and Razor number two. That's not Nash and Hall. I take it back. Okay. I... (laughs) I'm sorry. I did not realize that. I was just looking at the card. Well, Scott Hall debuted in WCW in May of 96. That's a good point. That is a good point. I, um... I apologize... That's quite all right. That is a terrible. That's a how about, terrible. Team. How about from two thousand? The Radicals. They they were on my list for the longest yeah. time, and then I was like, "Oh, they're a stable." Right. I'm now, bumping them. For those that don't know, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, and Perry Saturn. It's a great team right I, there. I have both the two thousand one teams. The the angle was so terrible. I will stop there. <laughs> <laughs> The 2016 Women's Smackdown team. Ooh. Alexa Bliss. Woo! Becky Lynch. Woo! Carmella. Woo! 
Woo! F-A-B-U-L-O-U-A. Worcester's own Carmelo. Naomi and Natalia. Um, I think if Natalia was not on this list and it was, um, um, oh boy, I don't know, a Peyton Royce type, they probably would have made the list. I, I actually, um, I strongly considered it. Yeah. I strongly considered a couple women's matches. I've had enough of Natalia. She just sucks. She, she was honestly better as a manager when Tyson Kidd was wrestling with Cesaro. Yes. Right. Right. She sucks. Oh, hold on. And, and last one. Oh. oh. Love him. The doctor of bizarre, Tom Pritchard, and the Tom Pritchard. Oh, wow. Extra cheese, double mayo, extra cheese. Oh, look at those guys. Oh, my God. I'm going to mute it because I don't want to get sued, but look at this. Look at that body gorilla. Unbelievable. Look at him. I don't think we talked about this one. The 2016 men's raw team. They... That is gonna be talked about, yeah. sir. I'm sorry. That's okay. Look at Justin trying to blow up everything. <laughs> you know what? I'm shocked that that team has been mentioned so many times. I was for sure I was, like, team. Nah, I was gonna think of that All right. team. Alright, my honorable mentions. The nineteen eighty seven Heenan family, Andre the Giant, Butch Reed, King Kong Bundy, One Man Gang, and Rick Rude. The opening match from nineteen ninety. Ultimate Warrior, Texas Tornado, and the Road Warriors against Mr. Perfect and all three members of Demolition. Yeah, that's a good one. The 88 Survivor Series Powers of Pain team that you mentioned. Yep. The team I call the 92 Money Brothers, Money Inc. and the Beverly Brothers. And the 1995 <laughs> Wild Card team of Dean Douglas, a.k.a. Shane Douglas, Razor Ramon, Yokozuna, and Owen Hart. Wow. That is my... Wow. That's a good one. Honorable mentions. That's all a right. good one. I, uh, if you don't know by now, because we've all blown each other up somehow, <laughs> it's we've time. We've blown each other and blown up. each other up, folks. It's time for number ones. Oh, Peter, boy. my good man. Well, it's been mentioned a few times on this show, but I might as well just let it at, let it out. Uh, 2016 Team Raw. Um, I wanted to go with something more current for my number one, even though there were so many that could have been it. But you can't really deny how great this team is. Strowman, mm. Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, and Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's a lot of future Hall of Famers right there on that team. Um, and Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns. Oh. Get well soon, buddy. <laughs> He's gonna be the hottest thing going when he comes back. Though we're all gonna love him. He's got a. I hope he bleaches his hair blonde and starts wearing like suspenders. I just want. Just do something that makes people In a perfect hate him. world, if he came back, he yeah. should come back bitter and mad. Then. Yeah. Just like, no one wrote me a get well soon card. I'm going to destroy you all. He should, he should come back as a face for like a few months and yes. then do that. Yeah, I, would, I am on board with that. That would be great, but Vince probably will not do it. So, it's too <laughs> there's much There's Connor's Cure, there's much. Susan G. Coleman, where's Roman's yeah. month? Ro-Vember. <laughs> yeah, Ro-Vember works. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, even though we kind of bashed the brand versus brand stuff, last year's match was really entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I just liked, on 2016, the, um, the lead-up when Jericho and Owens were trying to get Strowman to cooperate with them. It was kind of, it was pretty funny. Yeah. It was, when you first started seeing Strowman kind of be a tough guy, but also right. funny. Right. So, um, yeah, that's my number one. It's a great team. That was my number six. Here we go. Yeah. Can't argue with it. Owens, uh, as much as I love Jericho uh, and Strowman, Owens to me 
stuck out in this in yeah. this team, and he makes he adds that dimension. When's he coming great. back? He's been hurt. A double while. knee surgery. He just recently got hurt. He had double knee surgery. Wow. Yeah, he was supposed to be a crown jewel, I think, but he got hurt. They call that the Chris, the reverse Chris Steigles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, Chris Steigles doesn't listen to the podcast, so. Well, now you're definitely gonna have to cut me a cake, right. Leah. <laughs> For those who don't know Chris Steigles. He fell backwards on his wrists in basketball and broke both of them at the same time. Wow. It was in casts like this. He was in touchdown position? He was like Vince McMahon when they wheeled him out. He doesn't listen to the show. What an idiot. <laughs> like, remember when they would wheel on somebody and then have a neck brace yeah. on and they'd just be like so injured? That was basically him. And his mother. Steve Buscemi and not grown-ups. Steve of a mother. Yeah. We used to go over his house after uh, school on Fridays in 8th grade every week. And, like, his mom would try to, like, sit us down and, like, get all the gossip going around oh, school. Oh, yeah. I think she thought we were popular, but we were just a couple of dorks. And she'd be like, so, yeah, yeah Christopher broke his wrists. Mm. <laughs> Christopher can't wipe his ass. <laughs> anyway. Nancy! Well, we're Nancy! We're, we're way off I topic. Need you. Get the hose. Oh, that <laughs> That's why you invest in a bidet. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm sorry. Oh, don't be, don't be sorry. That's great. I love it. It's amazing. As Sid would say, I love it. <laughs> what is going on right now? You see that? Yeah. That's the old row your boat. Oh my yeah. God! Spot. That's a southern. Jim Cornette asking for a timeout. There's no timeouts in wrestling. There are in the Boston Garden. <laughs> My, I tried to blow it up, but he's you done. tried to blow it up. <laughs> my number one wasn't gonna be my number one until uh, my brother got involved. He was like, "No, that's your number one, asshole." From the invasion angle, Team WWF. All right, yeah. The Rock, The Undertaker, The Big Show, The Kane, okay. and. The best in the world at what he does, yep. Chris Jericho. Basically, the Attitude Era. That was the Attitude so, Era. Right I didn't. I mean, for me to count the number of championships would would be a whole other podcast. The Rock had seventeen championships, and he won a Royal Rumble. The Undertaker had fifteen, and he won a Royal Rumble. Kane had nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen. The Big Show. Does what the Big Show does, <laughs> and Chris Jericho is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. They took on Team WCW, which team WCW. stop me when you hear somebody from WCW. Oh my god! And so the leader of this team. Too. I actually on I don't have Team WCW written down on my fire. notes, I have. but I have it was <laughs> uh, hold on, it was Kurt Angle, yeah, Steve Austin, Correct. Booker T, correct. Shane McMahon Correct. and Rob Van Dam. Booker T was the only guy. So technically, Team Alliance, not Team WCW. Yeah. This. Well, Shane McMahon bought WCW. Hmm. I, it's, I mean, it's, it's. I get that the the angle yeah. sucked, but yeah. what a team! Right. Yeah, I didn't pick them because they were a number one on a lot of lists I was seeing on the internet, so I didn't want to like be too obvious. But yeah, you can't. Deny I didn't want to put them on the list because of the angle. Yeah. But I was like, it's just it's undeniable. Yeah, that's our childhood. That whole both those teams combined. That's our childhood. So you can't really. Yeah. 
I think I let bias creep into this one and said, this whole thing, Team Alliance has <laughs> one guy that was pretty good in WCW. Yeah. And st- stunning Steve Austin was pretty funny, but that was years before. <laughs> what the f- shit? Yeah, what the <laughs> shit? <laughs> I mean, it's not their fault. It's, it's the way the contracts were. We've talked about this right. before. You cannot argue with that lineup. And I know you're not a big fan of The Rock, so I commend you for putting him number one. Yeah, put The Rock number one. I must not have um, been feeling But, one. I mean, Jericho and The Undertaker alone. Why didn't team. Jericho go on Team WCW? Would have made more sense. It would have made a lot more sense. But he he hated WCW, right? Yeah, that's true. Are you alright? I just jammed my knee up. Oh, no, oh, just no. the Chris Stuckles. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop the podcast. All four of his limbs are broken, folks. It's terrible. Did I hit it on? <laughs> he hit it right on that sweet spot. I know it. it, it the table right. has a few sweet spots. Right, right, right. All right. You're number one, I'm my number friend. One. I tried the to. Royal Family from 1993. Jerry Lawler, cheesy, queasy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm kidding. It is, of course, uh, the Heenan Family from 1988. Yeah. Beautiful. Andre the Giant. Mr. Perfect, Ravishing Rick Rude, Dino Bravo, who's now made my list twice, by the way, and Harley Race, one of the underrated... I am the king of wrestling. (laughs) The only king of wrestling. Right. I mean, I have a soft spot for Andre the Giant. I always talk about him. Anybody want to be that? He was number one on my international list. He's a beast. Um, And I just remember him being... When I was very young, he was just that larger-than-life... He's so big! The counter uh, act to Hogan. What what can we say about Mr. Perfect and Rick Rude that we haven't already said? They're the two all-time greats. Uh, two great characters, two great heels. Dino Bravo, an underrated heel in my book. Benching, uh, adding like five pounds on and benching for like a half an hour of the 1988 Royal Rumble. <laughs> and Harley Race, who I'm, I wish we got to see more of. I, we were sort of young when he was yeah. finishing up. He was hilarious. D- uh, Dino Bravo and Mr. Perfect survived, by the way, and they beat the team of... They beat a pretty weak team, to be honest. Ken Patera, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Scott Casey... Who? And, and, That's and Sean Casey's cousin. And Tito, <laughs> and Tito Santana, of course. Jobber to the stars. Jobber so, to the stars. Hey, former Intercontinental and Tag Team Champion. That's right, but... I look at that 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 three headed monster on top of it, rude, perfect, and and Andre, and uh, you got Heenan managing them. And Heenan, great point, great point because what that we didn't talk a lot about was like they would list the managers on Wikipedia. Like, yeah. So like the 1988 team, the Powers of Pain, Rockers, Bulldogs, they had Slick, Heenan, messed up OG. Like they had yeah. like five managers. Heenan might as well be a sixth member of the team. Right. He always was just more than a manager, too. He was right. always part of the match. Right. <clears throat> so, that's my number one. I love um, it. Yeah. I had the the other uh, side of the alliance on the on my honorable mentions, which we talked about. But um, did, I, You had... I'm sorry, what did you have? I had Stone Cold team? Uh, of, uh, I'm sorry. I had Stone Cold, Angle, RVD. I had... I mean, on paper, that's a great one, too, right? Shane McMahon. Yeah, I think if they didn't call it WWF versus WCW, it wouldn't have been an issue. Right. 
if you think about if they that, had people you know, that were in WCW. Well, like, like Strom said, though, it was just the contracts. <laughs> you couldn't get Goldberg. You couldn't get Hogan at the time. They were all sitting pretty waiting, collecting their money. Right. Exactly. So, so. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, episode 19 is coming up. I have not thought of a topic, but I'm sure. What do you want? Leave him on Listen a cliffhanger, Gorilla. Maybe, um... Pete, you got any ideas? I was thinking... You don't have to pick this one, but... I, I love watching Saturday Night's main event on the network. Mm-hmm. You could probably go with, like, a top ten moments on that show, or top ten shows. Mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know... The, the, the glory of that show was obviously late 80s, early 90s. I, I didn't care for the 2000s version of that. But I love that show. I love how... That show was kind of like the first time you saw besides Raw, obviously important stuff happen mm-hmm. based on the storylines. So, I don't know. That could be an idea, but I'd have to think about something else a little longer. Where's Lewis Cameron? Yeah, text Lewis Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> He's given us two great ideas. I, I, I kind of I want to use do a worst of. We okay. haven't done a worst of in a while. Um, oh, man. We did do the worst WWE champions. Yeah, we just did the last episode. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I was like, we did. I, th- I, I thought we did. But yeah, stuff. we haven't um, trashed anybody in a while. Let's go. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Hey, 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 This is great dead air radio, by the way. But who cares? Because um, we can just cut it out. Oh, by the way, um, we do have breaking news. I told Pete we took a quick break. Um, Jose Lothario passed away while we were recording. Um, he was Shawn Michaels' trainer and a big part of the whole boyhood dream has come true. Um, so I want to, you know, say raise a glass and rest in peace to Jose Lothario. Um, What's the backstory with him, by the way? I know, did he actually train Michaels? Was he a, a longtime friend of his? I he believe he, he trained him. He legitimately trained him, That's yeah. Because um, he wasn't a performer, it didn't seem like it. He might have been a wrestler in, in like South the America. 70s, gotcha. yeah. Gotcha. Um, Puerto Rico and stuff. I think he was big around there. Gotcha. That's a nice tip of the cap that Michaels brought him in for that. Then. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. I think that was the perfect way to make him a baby face, too. Right. That that whole... I remember watching those those uh, snippets of him training. and mm-hmm. They would show him training and then Brett training. It was kind of like a Rocky build-up. Yeah. You know? Um... Damn, I'm trying to think of something that's just like... I know, it's, it's there's so many things you can do. You want, I, It's hard to think on the spot, though. Because I, I hate to be like, oh, uh, we'll, we'll tell you next time what we're going to be. Um, yeah, we can put it up to the people. The people can tell us and say, Lewis Cameron can come up with another brilliant idea. Or... Because, like, I mean, we, ju- we just hit Survivor Series. Like, I mean, if we wanted to go real deep and get re- pretty wacky with it, um, it, it would cause some research for the two of you, and we'd have to go non-WWE. But whenever I think December, I think Starcade. Mm. You know what? That'd be a good idea, because it's like, it, I, I want to watch more WCW pay-per-views. So, that wouldn't be a bad idea. So, wow. top ten. Um, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll make it a little... Mm. I don't want to say top ten Starcade title matches because it'll all it'll be like eleven Ric Flair matches. <laughs> that, see, that makes it difficult because like Starcade was yeah. Flair was Flair's shtick. Um, I'll put a cap on it. Nineteen ninety, from nineteen ninety and beyond. Nineteen ninety, so nineteen ninety to two thousand, basically. Um, top ten. 
Yeah, what the hell? Screw it. Top ten Starcade matches. Of all time. Of all time. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's doable. It, it, it's there, homework, but it's, I'm happy to have There it. might be a lot of Ric Flair on there, but... Um, Wasn't a lot of Ric Flair on this list. He was only in like two Survivor Series, I think. Yeah. Maybe three. Um, I'm surprised when he came back after when the, the Evolution era. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't in any like big... Um, Right. I mean, Starcade Starcade has some has some classics, you know, right off the bat. And the match I can't wait to go back and watch is Harley Race versus Ric Flair steel cage match in the very first Starcade, a Flair mm-hmm. for the gold. I mean, you've got Flair and Savage. We'll get to talk about Hulk Hogan and the Butcher. I'm getting excited for this now. This is a uh, yeah. It's there, matches I've never seen. So yeah, I mean, we're not, and it's not just main events. So you right. you know, we can you can do a deep dive and. Starcade '94's Triple Threat that had Johnny B. Bad versus Arn Anderson worth your while. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to top ten Starcade matches. Starcade was WCW's WrestleMania, which is proof by Hulk Hogan versus The Butcher, Mr. T versus Kevin Sullivan, Sting versus The Avalanche, Alex Wright versus Jean Paul Levesque, and I that was Mr. T did. WCW stuff. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. And he wow. beat Kevin Sullivan in a match. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> so, in, in Mr. T's professional wrestling career, he has a main event win at WrestleMania and a tag match with Hulk Hogan over Roddy Piper and uh, Paul Orndorff. He defeated Roddy Piper in a boxing match at WrestleMania 2, and he defeated Kevin Sullivan at a pay-per-view in which Ed Leslie, in which Ed Leslie was in the main event. So. I just want to say, I love my mother. <laughs> One of the best Hall of Fame speeches ever. The only time they ever called, like, they usually let people call, <laughs> call like, ever. And then Kane came out and was like, enough. <laughs> I was waiting for Kane to choke Sam. So no, no year limitation, you know, just go through and talk so about... So does it, not 90 Yeah, we're not going to do 90 2000 okay. because there's some great matches. But, I mean, a lot of the matches before that are all Ric Flair things, yeah. but... It is what it is. Um, I mean, again, there were some. There were some. Dirt. was thin back then compared yeah. to when he became. Huh? There were some dirt years in there too, like with the Battle Bowl stuff. So I think it'll be a, a fun time. You'll get to go watch some good old stuff. Nice. Um, and so that's going to do it for episode eighteen. Um, I want to thank Pete for joining us again. Thank you both for having me. Thank you, Pete. And uh, maybe we'll we'll be talking about gravity next time. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Justin, thank you again, and we will see everybody next time on 10 Count Wrestling Podcast.